David. Connor. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. And good morning to all you lo- lovely listeners at home. And welcome back to yet another episode of the podcast that we entitle, David. That is right. David, how is it going? How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. How are you? Doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. As I mentioned in the past couple episodes, summer is winding down. We are now officially into yeah. August, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we got some last, a couple hurrahs in the summer, I believe. So always right, something right, to look right. forward to. Um, is, the exactly. weather, is the weather treating you well up there? Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful August day. You know, August is upon us. Hell yeah. It's, it's exciting, I guess, you know? Yeah, it's the month you were born, so this is a pretty big deal. It is. It is. Uh, it's a fun month. When's fun that month, is it, for sure. What's that day? Is it? What day of the week is it? Let's find out. It's a Tuesday, I think. Is it a Tuesday? Oh, I think so. It's actually a. It's actually a Wednesday. Is it a Wednesday? So, yeah, unfortunately, that's not. It's even worse. Right. Mine's, mine's a Wednesday. Mine's on a Wednesday too. So. Um. Yeah, so unfortunately, we will not be. Well, we might be able to record on one of those days, but they probably won't have an episode up on one of those days. Yeah, um, that's okay. Remember when, remember when we had episodes come out on our birthday? We did. I remember that's it. Funny. I forget what episode we recorded on your birthday most recently, or released on your birthday, I should say. Um, there was. Yeah, I don't know either. I wish I had this information on hand constantly, so I could just be like a thesaurus and just know where everything is at all times. Um. Mm-hmm. But looking in recent memory, the last time it happened was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, okay, I'll I'll introduce the movie and then I'll do the research as you're talking. So, the, <laughs> this week I picked this movie, and I feel like this movie is sticks out quite a bit amongst our uh, collection of movies. I would not say this is one that feels natural for this podcast, but I have good reason to to bring this one. Uh, we're, we're we're talking about naturally. I'm sure as you, you you figured out, we're talking about the Rocketeer. It came out in 1991. Now, um, real quickly, David, I'll ask you a quick question in a moment. But to our audience who is confused why this movie was picked, I find it very interesting that Disney live action has changed its uh, changed its meaning as time has gone on. If you think of Disney live action now, you think of those live action remakes that make millions and millions, close to billions of dollars every year, and everyone hates them, and they're always a problem every year. Um, so that's kind of become like the discourse for Dis- live action Disney. But if we're talking like before the 2010s, the reputation for live action Disney films was kind of bad. Like they had a really rough period from the 70s, 80s, and 90s where like they just did not know what to do. And they made live-action movie after live-action movie that just completely flopped. Or if it did well, it was such a flash-in-the-pan kind of thing. Like, one-time thing. I'm talking Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Flight of the Navigator, the Herbie films, Flubber. Like, Disney went on, like, a rapid-fire live-action movie, uh, you know, tour, tirade, if you will. And, like, not many of them really popped off. And it wasn't until the Disney Renaissance when that finally kind of slowed down because their animation started making money again. But I wanted to bring this one up because Rocketeer feels like a good one to kind of talk about and see, like, 
as like a case study as to figure out like what exactly did this movie do that it didn't pop off like it did and is it symptomatic of what all those live action movies did or anything like that so i promise you there actually was some thought put into this one it's not just me picking a random movie off my watch list <laughs> uh-huh. but david i want to ask you uh what were your thoughts going into this uh had you ever heard of this movie and like what was how were you bracing for this movie as you went into it and ultimately watched it what did you think yeah, I didn't really know anything about this movie. Uh, going into it, I'd never heard of it. Um, I heard about the other movies Connor mentioned, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, I, I heard about that movie. Um, but I guess that movie is a bit more iconic and a bit more well-known than uh, Rocketeer is. And um, to be honest, I mean, Con- Connor knows, like, what what i was what i was thinking like going into this movie like yeah. going into this movie i thought i thought this movie was gonna be like richie rich but like with like a like a jetpack you know <laughs> um turns out that wasn't true at all um i i i definitely thought there were gonna be uh, more children in this movie um i i i, I knew the main character was an adult but I, I thought he was just like surrounded by a bunch of kids who were like impressed by his his, uh, his jetpack thing. Um, even after watching the movie, I'm still not really sure what it is. Um, <laughs> to it's be like, completely honest, like my thoughts went in, thoughts came out, same thing. Is <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, definitely not expected. It's a very expectation. It's like a it's like a superhero anti-Nazi. Well, okay. It's so like it's yeah, twist anti-Nazi. Nazis. Like it's like surprise Nazis at the very end. Yeah, yeah. Like the Nazis really didn't. I mean, the Nazis were always in the movie, but like the whole like Nazi premise didn't really become like a thing in like the last I don't know thirty minutes of the movie. Right. Um, the, but yeah, the plot it, it was said there were Nazis in it on letterbox and stuff and i was like oh well okay i thought they were like the main villain but they they're like a twist villain basically yeah exactly so like it's almost like a spoiler reading that they're right um but yeah not what i expected i don't know kind of did you know like much about it like 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 did you like find this movie somewhere or like you just always Um, knew about it first first thing um i wanted to i did check uh the the only time that these episodes coincide with our birthday was the first year we ever did this back in 2020. Um, the rest of the time has not. Anyways, um, secondly, I did know about this movie because uh, I had been to Disney World when I was a kid, and when I was a kid, they had actually a bunch of a bunch of the Rocketeer props at one of the parks at Disney World. So I did know of it. I knew it existed, and I knew it was a superhero. That's all I knew. I thought it was based on a superhero from like the 50s like it was like a 50s comic book character turns out no it's a comic book from the 80s but it's an homage to the 50s so it's a little confusing but it did come out in the 80s um so it's basically a comic book movie that's that's basically what it is and going into it i i like i did know what it like i knew in general what to expect but um it, it if you've ever heard of, if you've ever seen the movie sky captain in the, in the city of tomorrow it's basically that um, I'm not a big fan of Sky Captain. I think it's really lame. But, like, it's basically that, but for kids. Um, 
It's not bad. Remember Tomorrowland? Tomorrowland, dude. I hate that movie. Um, <laughs> it's a very valid one for the show. Eventually, we're gonna do episodes. We're gonna do episodes on movies we've seen, and that's gonna open up a new, a new crate of monkeys. You know, a new a whole new world <laughs> of monkeys in terms of episodes. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, um, it's fine. This movie's not bad. Um, it's directed by Joe Johnston, who directed Captain America: First Avenger. And when you know that, like, it feels very much like Captain America. Like the tone of this movie and its whole like World War Two vibe and like its whole of like its whole approach to like the tech of tomorrow, it's totally that. So they picked the right guy to direct Captain America. Um but it's just kind of like a standard superhero fare, especially, you know, coming from today when we have superhero movies at the yin yang. Like, it's very standard fare. Um, it's got really good effects, oddly enough, for the time. Like, it's not like, I would uh, say it's yeah. groundbreaking, but, like, it looks pretty good for 1991. Um, so I was, I was impressed about that. And as a story, it's fine. Um, I would say there's nothing spectacularly wrong with the film, in my opinion. There's nothing that's really obviously wrong, but your tolerance for it is going to be completely dependent upon how much this movie gives you nostalgia for comic books. Because that's kind of what the movie's doing. Um, David, what did you think of the movie overall, though? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, I don't know. I honestly, thinking back, it was kind of forgettable. Um, in the sense that, like, it, it seems like, you know, like you're one of the mill, like, superhero movie. But I guess that's me saying it in 2023 when, like, there's like an oversaturation of superhero films. Right. Um, I'm sure at the time, like if we went back to like 1990, you said 1991 when yeah. it came out. If I went back then, I'd be like, oh man, you know, I haven't seen too much like this. Um, but today, like it, it kind of, it kind of doesn't age well. Um, and it, it's not really its fault. Like, in, in a way, it was almost like a trailblazer um, for movies like that. Uh, but, like, no one's really ever considering Rocketeer for being the reason why superhero movies, you know, <laughs> right. became so popular, <laughs> right? Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think it, it, it's kind of prototypical, um, kind of standard. But, like I said, it's not really, you know, its fault for that. Um it's it's a bit tropey, you know, with like the the stoic lead, you know, main character. You know, you got the the female lead that has no personality. Um, mm. You got the, the the Nazi guy. I don't, I don't know. Um, the bad guy. Yeah, the bad guy. Right. Everyone hates the Nazis. And the crime lord bad guy. They had a they had the best of both. Oh, worlds. that was the so crime dumb. Boss. Why was yeah, that the crime even there? That's so so useless. What what even happened to the crime lord guy? I actually remember. He got arrested at the end, but like it was like a mutual thing. It's like you served your country. But did they ever like, like did they ever like like show like how we like like what like what even happened to him? Like I thought they showed him getting into a cop car, but I might be nuts. Okay. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I agree with you. It's it's. In the one hand, like, I do kind of see it as, like, a predecessor to the Marvel movies and the severe movies of today. Uh, on the other hand, this movie kind of bombed when it came out. Uh, it made $46 million on a budget of 35 
so it didn't really do that well but i also like there was no confirmed market for this like let's talk about let's look at dark man who which by the way came out in i want to say 1990 if i remember correctly so we've talked about it during dark man where like dark man didn't really have any pre-established market because like the, the 89 batman just came out so that was like the only movie that could have theoretically influenced this uh, it probably did influence Rocketeer in some way, but, like, ultimately the superhero genre was still kind of, like, nowhere near an established market at this point. So, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say this movie was uh, trend-chasing. On the other hand, like, no. I could see people who got really into superhero movies going looking back on this and starting to get a cult following for it because, like, what it does isn't that bad. Like, it's boring, sure, it's for, for some people, but like I mentioned before, I feel like your tolerance to this is going to be completely dependent on how much you like old old comic book tropes, and not like the old comic book tropes of Dark Man, which is like 70s and 80s. I'm talking like 40s and 50s comic books, like the proto-era comic books of like super hammy dialogue and like super wacky science and... You know, a lot of, like, it, it's a lot of, like, idealized, si silly sci-fi. And it's not super in your face. It's just kind of there. It's doing its thing, you know? Uh, for some people, that's going to be great. Like, some people really dig that kind of stuff and get really into the nostalgia. On the other hand, like, if you compare it to other comic books, especially as it gets older, these they feel a lot more stagnant, you know? Like... You look at, like, how big and sci-fi-y and sane that stuff like Hulk was and, like, you know, Darkman, I guess. I'm going to keep picking on that one. But, like, this definitely does not compare to it in terms of its tone. It's a lot more, like, reserved because it was a little bit... It was flashy, but not, like, super flashy, you know? I don't know if I'm going to... Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if I'm doing a great job of conveying this, but it's definitely vintage. And I think if you, if you appreciate the vintage, you'll appreciate it more. Um... But yeah, <laughs> uh, do you get what I mean? Yeah, I do actually. Okay. Um, would you say like this movie reminds you of like a of, like a Dark Man? Would you say like? I think its approach is similar to Dark Man. They're two very different movies for sure. Um, but I yeah. think I think Dark Man because we talked about it on the show. This is the reason I wanted to bring it up. It feels like they could have started from a similar point of, like, I want to make a movie that's an homage to old comic books and make you mm -hmm. feel like you're in an old comic book. Dark Man's very literal about it in more of the 80s, but um, Rocketeer is a little bit a little bit less strict on that and is focused on the 50s. Um, so, not bad, you know? Um, I, yeah. think, I think the costume looks really good and the CGI looks really good. Um, I think they put a lot of effort into making this film work. Um... They got a lot of. They had a lot of really cool action set pieces. I liked seeing the planes and cars blow up. Like I appreciated they did practical stuff with that. Uh, granted, mm -hmm. there's not a lot you could have done in '91, but I appreciated that they did. Um, and I don't know. It, it's a very like, it's a very solidly made movie. I think the only thing it's lacking in is the script. Honestly, like, it, it everything it it needed was in place, but the script is kind of a fumble for me. Um, what did you think of like? What did you think of, like, the actual content of the movie um, and such? Like, like the stuff that, that matters, you know? The meat and potatoes, if you will. 
like 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 what do you mean like what do you mean by contact i guess like, i guess because i wanted to counteract because like what did you feel about like the story you know the writing oh oh yeah um yeah i mean i i thought the the story was honestly kind of boring and i thought could have been better um like there were many times that like i kind of just got bored of what was going on like it, it just wasn't that engaging and i thought they had a bit too much going on um sure. i thought the concept was kind of cool about like this this uh this pilot who finds this jetpack or whatever um and kind of becomes like this uh vigilante in a way um i thought that's kind of cool like a kind of cool concept um i definitely think a movie like this would actually or could actually do better if it was like remade modern times and like had a better like director and script Mm -hmm. um and was recast a bit differently i think this movie could have done a a whole lot better I, i just think like the times and like everything it, it, it was just i don't know it was, it was it was a bit rough i don't know I wanted, what, what, what did you think yeah you know, i wanted to point out something real quick um to, to kind of cap off I, I know i'm going off topic i want i'm gonna come back but i wanted to point out something uh to kind of cap off the thing we talked about with the vibe of the movie there's a movie i mentioned earlier called the sky captain in the world of tomorrow which is basically, in terms of its tone, is basically if, if you took the Dark Man approach to this topic, because it's super stylized and super vintage and all that, it also tanked. It came out in 2004. Um, it did not do well. So I just wanted to, I guess I want to blanket that I feel like the whole vintage superhero thing kind of died in 2004, and I think Rocketeer could have been like the forewarning for that, but... I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up. I find it interesting. Anyways, yeah. I do agree with you. Um, I think the content of the movie, I think the story itself is a little is a little overly complicated. And I think the core of it, too, is that I think the characters just aren't that interesting. Um, no. Like, pretty much every main character is very disposable. Like, Rocketeer himself is very boring. You've got, like, the, the mentor guy played by Alan Arkin, who's very... Like, I feel like he could have been funnier and could have been more interesting, but he, like, barely had any screen time, so he didn't really matter. Jennifer Connelly, the, the love interest, kind of doesn't matter either. Um, none of the characters really have much personality, so it makes this, it makes the events in the movie seem to care less, like you care less for them. Um, but it also kind of ties back to that conversation we had about Darkman, actually, where we're talking about if, like, having nuanced characters matters when you're trying to just tell a really fun comic book story. And I don't necessarily think they need to, but I do think this is kind of a warning sign. Like, this is a reason not to do it to that point we're talking about Darkman. Like, unless your story is, like, actually really fun and your characters are really are really charming, you're going to end up with something like this where the characters are boring and as a result, the story is boring too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Everything ties back to Darkman today. <laughs> Darkman is the central point. But yeah, you were the one. You were the one who had a problem with the characters, right? You you had said that you didn't like how the characters were super bland and dark, man. 
Yeah. Would you say? Yeah, I don't know. Would you say that this movie uh, is the same case? Like, did you say? Would you say that 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 same problem pervades in this one, or do you think this is different? Like, how? Do you... I think. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's different. I think I dislike this movie for different reasons than I dislike Dark Man. Sure. Um, I didn't. I didn't like the whole like over the top, like fifty superhero kind of tropes that Darkman is going for. Like the the quippy one liners, like I really didn't like all that. Mm-hmm. Um and Rocket Two didn't really have that. But I think instead it I don't know, like I feel like the the lack of uh I guess character development and just like the lack of character itself, like really like it it, it 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 overshadowed everything that like but like really um like I, I had anything going for this movie I, I i i just think that like this movie really like needs like interesting characters um to kind of like be interesting i think um and and to keep people engaged at, at least at least for me sure um i don't know like what, like what do you think do you, like do you think we like movie like this would benefit from like more developed characters yeah um I'll, yes and no I, it kind of goes back to that discussion we had with dark man actually like i think a comic book story like this like you don't necessarily need to have the most interesting and complex characters because ultimately what matters is if the characters are fun and serve their purpose for the story. Um, I didn't think they really had that in this movie. Right. And I agree. Yeah, I think that's true. I think the movie, I think in this case, the characters themselves aren't interesting and the plot is overcomplicated. So they don't end up benefiting each other. Dark man worked because I think one, the characters were just charming enough that it didn't matter. They weren't that deep. And even more so than that, I feel like that movie is flashy enough that even if you were really fixated on the characters being boring, I think there's enough flash and enough like fun charm to the movie's production, the movie's story that I think it can overshadow it. It can ultimately, you know, make it not matter as much. But you look at uh, you look at this movie, and despite being very vintagey and throwback, it is not nearly that much. You know. Like, I don't want something on the level of Sky Captain. I didn't like Sky Captain very much either. But, like, I don't I don't need something that over-the-top, you know, stylized and campy. But I, I, I did want more because I feel like the way this movie is portrayed, the way it's written, the way it's, like, scripted out, the way the direction is kind of laid out, it doesn't really scream vintage to me. It screams vintage in its story, I guess, but not in the way it's, like, produced and the way it's created. So it's not really flashy enough for me to really be distracted by that. So, like... When you're going through this like, plot and plot as you're sitting there waiting for things to happen, ultimately, the only thing you have to keep you going is the characters, and they aren't that interesting. So I think it's a, it's a, similar, it's a similar problem that is expressed in two different ways, I feel like. In Darkman, I think it's overshadowed, and there are ways you can enjoy the film that don't revolve around the characters. This one, I think it's much harder to do that. It's much harder to separate the characters from the plot in this case and the flash because there's not much flash in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. But 
to counteract it, I don't want to necessarily be negative because I don't think this movie is that bad. I think this movie is perfect for a cult following. Like, absolutely perfect. It bombed at the box office. It did really poorly. And it's a superhero movie about the, about the golden era of superheroes. Like, that's perfect. I know this movie has a cult following. There's no way it doesn't. Um, and there's some funny stuff I liked in this movie. Like, like I, I really like the big goon guy. Like, the guy who worked for the for the crime boss who had the wax face. I thought he was really funny. Yeah, I thought he was really funny. Um, I thought he was a cool guy. I love the giant wax face. And I liked his fight with, with uh, the Rocketeer. I thought he was a cool villain. Um, I think that kind of captured this, the, the charm of the 50s. I also like that scene where he rescued the clown from the crashing plane. I think that was very comic booky, And that whole scene was really great. Um, and the CGI. Like... We talk, I alluded to it before. I think the visuals in this movie are really good for its era. Like, there are some rough green, uh, green screen bits, but they make it go by so fast you can hardly tell. So, like, they do a really good job of masking it and playing to their strengths. I think they did a good job with the with the production of this film. Um, mm-hmm. What are what are some other... Do you have any other positives you want to share about the movie? Because um, I don't want to... If you have any. Um, I don't want to sound too negative. I want to be fair. Oh... Uh... Yeah, I mean, like, I thought the the CGI, like, like kind of like you mentioned, the CGI. Like, I thought the CGI was actually pretty, pretty good. Um, one thing that like, kind of stood out for me, it's kind of, kind of small, but um, the like the actual like rocket, like the like the jetpack itself, I thought that actually looked really cool, and like the the flames, like it actually looked kind of realistic. Which is kind of nice, um, saying like, like how much is in the movie. Um, although like the, the flying scenes themselves, like itself, look pretty unrealistic. Like like just the jetpack, like the flame. But that was kind of cool. Um, besides that, um, I just thought the music wasn't too bad. The score. Yeah, it was done by. Um, it was done by uh, Jason. Uh, what's his name? Horner. The guy who did uh, Avatar and, uh, and Braveheart and Titanic, so he's a very, very established. Yeah, it's like James. The music is actually really good. Right, really established. Uh, it's a huge symphony, all the huge instruments. It sounds just yeah, like for a music for, for a movie of this caliber, like like I don't know, it's like a Switch DVD movie. No, it went to theaters. It went to theaters. Really? Yeah. I don't know. For, like, it, it gives me Switch DVD vibes. Um, <laughs> It, but, it made forty six million in theaters um, on a thirty million dollar budget. Yeah. Oh, then, well. then look at two hundred and twenty million dollars that went into the Flash. <laughs> this, <laughs> this movie looks so much better than the Flash. It's unreal. <laughs> I, I I believe it. I believe it. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean. I I want to I want to bounce back a little bit. Um. I want to talk a little bit about like. Um, well, actually, first thing I want to acknowledge before I get into that, um, I think I could see this movie getting remade as well and being moderately successful. Um, like, I think, I don't know, I, maybe it's just me, but I feel like the vintage 50s comic book aesthetic should really have a progenitor. You know, there should be a movie that should be at the forefront of this genre, but, like, every one that's come out kind of just stinks. So, like... I think we need one of these movies to be, like, the forefront of, like, steampunk 
50s superhero, sh uh, sh you know, shtick. I think we need one. So, like, I think a modern Rocketeer remake has the potential to be something interesting if they can really, like, land it, you know, nail it. Um, mm -hmm. And like I mentioned before, this movie has very has a lot of cult, a cult classic material in it. Um, so I wanted to ask, David, uh, one of my theories as to the reason that this didn't do super well is it's simultaneously both behind the times and ahead of the times in the sense that it's ahead of the time in the fact that it was a little too early for the superhero craze and stylized comic book movie phase, uh, you know, era, but it's also a little, a little old in the sense that it definitely relies a lot on stereotypes and, or not stereotypes, but like tropes that those comics used to do that were interesting at the time, but aren't anymore. Do you, what do you think? Do you agree with that statement or do you have your own theory as to why this movie bombed? <coughs> yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I just think, like, this movie came out at a at a very awkward time when, like, superhero movies weren't all that popular. Um, and, you know, it, it was kind of trying to do its own thing. And um, it, it, just, it, just, it just didn't hit. Um, honestly, I think if this movie came out, I don't know, like... Even ten years later, um, I, I I I think it could have had a bit more success. Um, I I I just I just think it was a a tad ahead of its time, um, and you know that happens. Um, I don't know. I'd I'd say that like, cause like I I don't I don't really know what else you could really blame it on. Like it it has it's it's backed by I don't I don't know like. Like how popular was Disney back at, at at this period? Like it wasn't like Disney was like it was, it was before the Renaissance. So it, it was like, like at the pr it, very they, beginning. They it was the very yeah. beginning of the Renaissance because Little Mermaid came out in nineteen eighty nine, uh, Beauty and the Beast came out in nineteen ninety two, so it was too early to say that it was the Disney. It was the Renaissance. Like no one knew in ninety one that they were currently in an animation Renaissance, but Little right. Mermaid had just come out and made bank, so they were. On the, they were on the verge of coming up, but they were still coming off the era of the 80s, which was a rough time for Disney. So, mm -hmm. yes, I would say safely that they were in a... I would say that Disney at this point was not a, a trustworthy household name at that point. Um, yep. But they would be in just one short year when Beauty and the Beast came out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Like, he, I think he doesn't even have to come out 10 years later. Like, if he came out like a... A few years later, I, I, I certainly think that it, it could have been a bit more popular. Um, I, yeah, it just didn't have the, the backing, like you mentioned. Like, Disney wasn't a household name like it is now. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's really bad timing on, on the city's part. Could also, have been kind a, of feel like, cool also kind of feel like the appeal of a guy in a jetpack has also been kind of lost. Like, I don't know, maybe this might be crazy, but, like, a guy in a jetpack being a superhero is not, like, a bad idea, and, like, it looks really good. No, no. But, like, no. I also feel like the modern kid, even in the 90s, did not think of a guy in a jetpack when they thought of superhero. Like, maybe in the 50s they thought that, but not at that point, especially after Batman. 
especially after the 89 Batman. As soon as that one came out, I guarantee you, the superhero in everybody's mind was Batman. And your alternative to Batman is the Disney, like, you know, the kids' movie production company produced, you know, produced superhero film of a guy in a jetpack. Like, there is a level of lameness to that that I think we do need to keep in mind. Like, you as a kid in the 90s, what would you rather go see? Would you rather go to the theater and see Batman again or watch Batman at home on VHS or go to the theater to watch his infinitely less cool cousin, the Rocketeer, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so that's something to keep in mind. <laughs> um, Bro. Yes. What if? Okay, I, I know it's a bit premature. A bit premature. But <clears throat> The Rock plays the Rocketeer. The Rocketeer? Yes, The Rocketeer. You know, I was actually just thinking, um, when I was thinking about that question, I thought actually, I. I guess modern rock would definitely play a good rocketeer, but I was thinking like, what if we got like you know the '90s rock like when he was in uh, when he was in like the Scorpion King where he was like a background guy, he was like a sidekick villain, not the main villain or the main character. What if he plays like the tall goon guy? You know what I was telling you about like the, mm-hmm. the the goon guy who goes and mugs him, but like they give him the wax face still, so he's got like really over the top nose and chin and stuff, but he's also <laughs> the rock. I think that'd be really funny. And he's got his old hair. Like, he's got the <laughs> hair from back in the day, dude. He'd be so good. Um, That'd be great. And I could definitely see... I could definitely see um, Kevin Hart being our lead. And then Nicolas Cage being Alan Arkin's <laughs> character. Like, Nicolas Cage is his mentor guy. That'd be too good. That'd be pretty good. And then Margot Robbie is the, <laughs> the female lead. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Uh, I mentioned this during the movie, but when we watched it together, but like, I feel so bad for the lady, the lady stars of action films from the nineties and eighties, because like during the climax of their movies, they are like 100% exclusively reserved to just be in the, in like wrapped up in the arms of the villain the entire time. Like they don't get any cool scenes. The best they get is they like get up and like hit the villain with a pot or something. (laughs) Like that's all they get. Like, imagine, that's so demeaning and sad. Like, your only role is to, like, sit there and be captured until the hero saves you, or you can go and drop a pot on the villain's head. Like, man. <laughs> so in conclusion, I think okay, so. if I were to remake this, I would not have I would not have a female lead character be involved in getting kidnapped at any point. I'd have to re- I think I'd rewrite her character altogether. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Or write her out, I guess, you know, bros only. <laughs> The Rocketeer is Only a man's dudes, bad property. Yeah. Only dudes. Um but yeah, so you stole that question from me. Anyways, I wanted to ask you, um, what did you where do you think this movie lands on our tier? Or like all, all the movies you watched? Is it like on the high end, low end, mid end? Where where does we land? Yeah. Like are we real quick, are we counting Darkman? Yeah, like we count Darkman. Okay, I put this like a bit under Darkman. <laughs> our lists are definitely different now because I still think of Darkman as far and away the best film of all the ones we've done. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't. I still got Twister as number one. Twister. I mean, I, I'm proud of Twister for that one, but like, <laughs> <clears throat> I would say. I mean, would you say? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I was, I was about to just ask you that real quick. Like, do you think? Would you say Luck is like one of the top movies? 
No. I mean, it's it's on the better end, but I wouldn't call it a top three movie or anything. Uh, would be top, okay, would be top three. Top three? Um, yeah. Top three for me is probably... Hang on. i got to get the whole list out. Uh, Darkman, still hands down the best. Followed by Twister and probably... Probably Spies in Disguise or Surf's Up. Um, Spies in Disguise. Spies in Disguise is a fine movie. There's nothing wrong it with is, that. It is, it is. Like, it is, it it's is a actually. decent movie. <laughs> um, I almost feel like the only reason we ever did an episode on it was because it got forgotten in the in the Disney acquisition. Like, yeah. it honestly is a fine movie. Um, but yeah, like, that or Surf's Up, I think. Um, alongside Twister and Darkman. Which is a very strange collection to have, but... Um, I would say Rocketeer is on the same tier as Luck, though. I think it's on the mid to, to high end of our list, mainly because we have very poor selection of movies. But, like, it's up there with Smallfoot and Luck, you know? Um, yeah. Like, of all the movies I give a 5 out of 10 to, there's actually only 4. I give a 5 out of 10 to Rocketeer, Fatherhood, Smallfoot, and Luck. I would say it is better than Smallfoot and worse than Fatherhood. <laughs> Um, that's kind of the mentality I've got with it. Um, yeah, it's not bad. Better than Slender, man. Interesting. Oh God. It's so funny because I the more I the more I haven't really thought about Slender Man since we watched it. But, Me either. I, I actually forgot we even did an episode. Right, but I also feel like kind of to your point, like I've kind of forgotten a lot about that movie already. Um. It, it's almost hilarious to me how how inoffensive it is which is strange to me like you'd think it would be more offensively bad but it's kind of it's kind of a nothing bad which is almost worse for it um, yeah so one one final question would you prefer more rocketeers or more live action disney remakes Rocketeers, I don't know. Uh, I don't know either. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it's 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 kind of comes down to the core question of like, where do you want their creativity to go? On the one hand, like, yes, Rocketeer is a more ambitious idea um, than their live action remakes. But on the other hand, like, their live action remakes definitely have. This might actually be not a very obvious take, but I think the live-action remakes, despite how bad they can be, clearly have more effort put into them, I guess. I think it, I guess by effort I mean more money. More money and more energy is put into the movie than I think the than like Rocketeer would have had. Um, so like if they could kind of find a way to combine the two, take the take the original concept or at least the the less, overdone concept of rocketeer and give it the same level of energy and time as those live action remakes then i do think we're on the same page i think we're going for it but i also don't want to see an era another era of disney where all they do is spit out live action films that no one's gonna think about like i don't want another honey i shrunk the kids or flubber you know what i mean so like yeah it's weird um we've gotten to i I would say the trend is worse. Their trend of live action remakes is worse, but it's definitely not as boring. How about that? <laughs> that's that's not an endorsement, but yeah. 
Any thoughts on that before we close off? No, I think you, I think you kind of nailed it. All right. Good stuff. Well, that is all <clears> the, <throat> all the thoughts I had on the movie. Um, if you're interested in starting your own little fan club of the Rocketeer, I suppose the movie deserves some attention. Um, the movie actually is getting a remake, a reboot or remake in the future. Um, oh God. So we expect more Rocketeer. There's also a Disney, a Disney plus kids show about it where it's a, or it's a girl. It's an animated show. Um, I, it's a kid's show, so I don't really recommend you go watch it, I guess, but I'll bring it to your attention. But, um, that's about all I've got. David, any final thoughts before we head out? Um, I do not. Well, check us out on Instagram, what's that smell underscore you thinking again for any more updates. We've got another Think Stink coming up next week in David's turn, so, uh, get ready for something horrifically mid, I imagine. But, yay! Who knows? Maybe David will, maybe David will pick a banger secretly. You never know. Um, I have full confidence in you, David. Um, so appreciate you guys listening in Uh, I've been Connor and this has been David and thank you guys for listening to yet another episode of the podcast that we entitle David what's that smell you're thinking of guys